I'm now with another artist. Could you please introduce yourself? I'm Rebecca, and I'm here with my sister Emma, who does um, all the comic work and everything. I mostly do queer comics that are sci-fi or fantasy. So what brings you to MCM Comic Con? Well, sell my comics, but also see all the other great comics that are here. Is that your first time uh, here? Yeah, first time in London, yeah. Where are you from? We're from Aberdeen, northeast of Scotland. There's so many amazing artists over here. Are there any you are especially fans of? Uh, too many to name. <laughs> There's so many here. So if you had to pick one, just one, a single one, you could spend the day with that person, who would that be? I quite like Gary Erskine. He's just like a few tables down from us. And, you know, I love his work with like the roller derby stuff and everything. The reason I came to your booth is I see you got a lovely little art of Jester from Critical Role. Are you both D&D and Critical Role fans? Yeah, we both like watching Critical Role or try to watch as much as, it, as we can, you know, because there's just so many episodes. We've played like a few sessions of D&D as well, but and again, it's like so hard to get people in together to play it. But yeah, we have a lot of fun with it. How did you start playing Dungeons and Dragons? Well, we were into like the podcast like Critical Role and Adventure Zone, so we thought we'd give it a try. Well, it's like it heard of it and then like if we had the chance we would, but it kind of like gave us the motivation to start it and try it out for ourselves rather than looking for a group that already existed. So So you took it upon yourself to buy the books and Dungeon yep. Master for the first time. <laughs> Who did that? Who were among you? Rebecca, she bought the player's handbook and then we got together and I DM'd a game with us and a couple of friends. What were your story about? It was actually one that I got offline. I was looking for the most Scooby-Doo-ish type mystery that I could give them. Excellent. I wish I could remember the name so I could give them a shout out. But it included a creature that had a mask which changed it into different creatures every time that they beat it. It was just like a fun monster for the first time. So it was like uh, you damn kids and you pull off the mask at the yeah, end of exactly. the session. <laughs> and it's the old man. Except like it had so many hit points and like every time you got it down to zero it changed into another monster and his hit points would go up again. So I don't think it was super fair for like first timers. So many hit points. That doesn't sound like Scooby-Doo. They don't beat old man <laughs> janitors with... <laughs> yeah, that was the thing, like, the other guys who were playing with us wanted to just beat up the old man once we got Marston, but I was like, whoa, whoa, guys, guys, we're supposed to be, like, good alliance here, not, you know, I think they tried to go down chaotic evil because they kept wanting to steal it and everything. I'm like, you guys are aligned lawful. This doesn't seem super lawful. You were mentioning that you are interested also in science fiction. Have you ever tried stuff like Star Wars, Star Trek, Traveler, or Starfinder? I've been into Star Wars and Star Trek before. Um, I kind of considered doing a sci-fi version of D&D for a bit, but I think everybody wants to play classic first, kind of get dip their feet in. What is your work above? I see uh, Wavelength here. Wavelength is kind of a simple romance with like the setting being as kind of uh, space. So, and I have a webcomic right now about a newborn vampire who is finding her way in the modern world and her misadventures. Where can people find you if they want to check your work? They can find me at Cosmos Badger on Tumblr, Twitter, and Tapas. Anything you two want to add to uh, fellow critters across the world and uh, people attending MCM Comic Con? If you haven't tried playing D&D yourself yet, do you can to do it because like, it's just so much fun. It's great to get into, yeah. Are you coming to the panel? Do you have time to? If we can get there, yeah, we want to go and see it. But there's two of them. There's a live and there's a panel, apparently. So, yeah, crossing fingers. Yeah. I I think I'll be freaking out enough that, you know, you're in the same building as, like, Matthew Mercer and Liam O'Brien and stuff like that. It's just like, ah! Could you please introduce yourself to the listeners? Hi, yeah, I'm uh, Mike Cotton-Russell. I work on a webcomic called SideQuest, or a webcomic to be soon. Seeing your art, I thought it was really something which would interest fans of tabletop role-playing games, Dungeons and Dragons, etc. But you were brought to this medieval fantasy universe through video games more. Yeah, so I discovered Warcraft 2 at a very early age. 
And uh, since then, I was always a big fan of anything fantasy, medieval. Uh, I love castles, anything from uh, medieval age and earlier, really. And with that, I learned all about uh, role-playing games on the computer, so things like Baldur's Gate and the sort. That's a Dungeons and Dragons video game, actually. I, I actually never really understood how to play it properly, though. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you? It was too difficult. <laughs> But I was quite young, so... Yeah, I remember this time you didn't have any videos on the internet to explain anything to you. You had a video game, yeah. no manual, and you, that's it. If you had the courage to read through the manual, you could maybe understand how to play properly. <laughs> so what is SideQuest about? It's a project I do on the side of my freelance work. Originally, it was kind of a parody of anything fantasy, but more on the illogical side of things. The fact that you can't really carry three sets of body armor, 20 swords and that sort of thing and play on stereotypes and, uh, and try and uh, make gags with that. The sort of the meta humor yeah. of the situation. Though. And overall, now it's actually uh, developed into something else, which is trying to explore the mundane things of a fantasy world. So the little, little moments, not necessarily the big moments when the world gets overrun by the big evil guy, but it's really more about the simple things. Quite often our heroes are just walking to, from place to place, you know, and it's, it's about these little moments that they might encounter in day-to-day -day life. Where can people find you? People can find me on uh, sidequeststories.tumblr.com and soon they can find it on sidequeststories.com. The website is being built. It's a lot of process between making the artwork, creating the website and staying on top of professional work. It's, uh, it's a lot to do. I don't have to worry about the artwork bit and uh, it's already a nightmare for me to <laughs> yeah. put together a decent website. There's a lot of other artists here at MCM Comic Con. Are there any you're especially fan of or maybe who inspired you when you were younger? I haven't had a chance to get, get around much. I just got here yesterday. I come from Switzerland, so uh, I set up this morning, uh, so I haven't had, had time to look around yet, but I uh, definitely will. So you do a lot of conventions like that across Europe? No, I started when I was living in London about uh, a year and a half ago. This is my fourth convention. So I've been to MCM Comic Con three times, and I did one local convention in Switzerland. I've never actually come uh, as a, how do you call it? A convention Mon goer. Mundane, uh, yeah. <laughs> low-life visitor. Yeah. To be honest, I'm not a super cultured person. I have a few things that have inspired me over the years. And uh, I've kind of uh, stopped looking too much at what other people do. Because if I look at it too much, I'll get overwhelmed. And I'll start comparing myself too much. And it's, uh, it's quite difficult mentally. So I have a few inspirations, things that I love and do. And, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll pull inspiration from those. And then from time to time, I'll go on Instagram and discover something new. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's actually really good. And I really should be looking more at what people are doing, you know. <laughs> Do, do you miss London then? You, you said you were living there. Yeah, I lived here for a, a year and a half. It was a great experience. It's quite uh, overwhelming as a place, you know. So I'm, I'm quite happy where I'm, I'm at. And, you know, I'm not very far and I can come back here anytime, really. I've got some friends and, you know, so I, I guess I don't miss it too much. But uh, every time I come back here, there's always a little feeling of nostalgia. <laughs> Anything to add to uh, Londoners and people across Europe? Yeah, come to Comic-Con. Enjoy the spirit of the com convention, you know. Everyone's uh, super positive, super happy. It's, uh, it's a great event. Keep drawing, keep reading and keep it up. <laughs> yeah, and you try some Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah, I really, I got to find people who play Dungeons and Dragons. Well, it's easy <laughs> nowadays. You find them online in, in the yeah. internet. There's plenty really roaming the, the street. There's Critical Role. You should check Critical Role. Yeah, I know. I've watched uh, the first season. It's good fun. Uh, I listen to it when I work. So. Well, there you go. Well, then you know how to do it. You just <laughs> buy the books and you run yeah. the game. That's it. Yeah, I got to convert my friends. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of it. Or find new ones. <laughs> well, actually, I interviewed earlier several fans from Switzerland. So. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, I'll get you in touch. Yeah, so. please do. Well, I will then. I will. Thank you very much. Thanks Have a lovely a weekend. Could you introduce yourself? Today I am Ford from the show Critical Role. Is this your first time at MCM Comic Con? No, I've been coming for about four years now. Each time I've been cosplaying and doing a different thing, but this is the first time I'm here for all three days and the first time 
that I've tried like a lot of new things. So it's, in some ways it's new, but so it's your first big cosplay. I've done a big cosplay before, like on stilts and everything, but this is my most detailed one, and my first with makeup and sewing and leather and all this stuff. I mean, that's very impressive. Yeah, thank you, thank you very much. Thank so, you. are you excited to? Uh, I guess you're going to go to the live event with uh, the crew. I am. Yes, I'm really excited to go to the Critical Role event. Really excited to meet Matt Mercer and, and the cast and get a photo with them, and that's. That's probably going to be my highlight of the weekend, to be honest. Do you play Dungeons and Dragons I yourself? I do, yeah. yeah. So I was playing a little bit before, but since I got into Critical Role, I've been even more into it. So what do you play there? I play a druid called Kali, but I also DM a lot. I, I prefer to DM. So you started with 5th edition? or No, I started with a sl slightly different game called Savage Worlds, oh. which is another RPG, which is uh, quite simple. But then since Critical Role, I've just gone straight into 5e. I've played one or two games of first edition, but yeah, no, those are the only couple of games I've done. Do you play even other games in other types of settings? Yes, well, with Savage Worlds, I currently play another campaign, which is like Pulp, so like Indiana Jones, The Mummy, we're like raiding tombs in ancient Egypt and all that sort of thing. And I play in a, a sci-fi campaign as well, and I DM a sci-fi campaign. Savage Worlds again. Savage Worlds Yeah, because it's very like uh, adaptable and I can bring it to a lot of systems and stuff. So do you attend the role-playing conventions also, like Dragon Meat or No, Expo? no, I've never actually been to those ones. No, I mean, I go to MCM, I go to EGX, I go to like some smaller local ones like Cos Expo, but I've never been to a role-playing convention. Why do you think that is? I'm asking because actually recently I had people from Wizards of the Coast asking me that question. They were trying to work out how to connect critters to the community which was more play focused. I think I will go to them in the future now that I'm so invested in Critical Role. It's just that having time before and before I was into more things like, like Warhammer, 40k, stuff like that. And there weren't really specific conventions for that as such. But now that I'm more into RPGs, I'll probably be going to some of like the role-playing conventions in the future. Where are you with? Are you from the UK? Uh, Reading. 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 I'm, I'm from Canada originally, but um, I live in Reading now. Oh, you should come to Dragon Mead on December 1st then. Where is it? Here in London. Okay. West of London, so easy for you. Yeah. And it's just one day. Three tabletop RPG focused. That sounds great. That sounds yeah. ideal. I probably might have to come in cosplay or something. <laughs> so why Fjord? When I, I got speaking to some of my friends and they mentioned that they were doing the Critical Role group and I was like, oh, I haven't started watching Critical Role. Just looked up the character designs and instantly just fell in love with Ford. I was like, all the leather armor, the big sword, like he's an orc, he looks really cool. And I was like, I don't want to like jump in, but do you have a Ford for your group? And they're like, no, we need one. So I was like, absolutely, set me up. And I watched the first three episodes and sculpted my sword in one day. And then, yeah, the rest is just history, I guess. <laughs> so I'm not that familiar with Critical Role. I'm a bit on the fringe. Yeah. And I find fascinating the, the community, the art, and the but the show itself, it's, it's so massive. It in terms of become investment. so big. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, just in terms of content, not even follow-up. So I see your sword. You, you've got some kind of barnacles on that. What, what is that about? Yeah, so uh, Ford's sort of backstory is that he was a sailor who fell off his ship, was blown off his ship and drowned, and then was resurrected or saved from death by some entity. And so all his powers manifest with a sort of like nautical theme. So hence um, all the, like the barnacles and the big like leviathan's eye and all that, uh, all, like drips on the sword. It looks and stuff great. Like that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Do you have a Twitter or something uh, you would yeah, like so people to just follow? Yeah, so JDB Cosplay. And that's on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And I make like a bunch of tutorials and like share my work and stuff. So if anyone would like to, that's uh, okay, amazing. great. Have a lovely day. Thank you very much. You too. Here's Netflix historic drama, The Last Kingdom, represented by executive producer, Stephen Butchard, and cast members, Alexander Draymond, David Dawson, Millie Brady, Toby Regbo, Emily Cox, and Eliza Butterworth. Uh, which side we with that side, we'll go to this side next. Hello there. Hello. I find shows like The Last Kingdom and other medieval drama are great to inspire and give color to fans of another little thing called Dungeons and Dragons. I was wondering if any member of your team ever played or was curious to try it one day. Wow. I am. I've never, pl I've never played it, but I really, really want to give it a go. I still... like. Oh, you fan, please. Can I just come and play it with some of you guys at some point? Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. You can teach me the rules. No, there you go. I, I'd, be, I'd be up for it. I, actually, I, 
I uh, have a very good friend who uh, I live with in LA, and she's into it. And um, and I haven't had time yet, but I'm gonna I'm gonna join one. You're gonna get into it. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's all your problem. Look out for Toby, who'll be in one of the stalls later, stocking up on all the bits and pieces. <laughs> yeah. That's called chaotic evil or chaotic neutral. That's where you want to go. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay that's sweet. My advice. Okay sweet. Chaotic Chao- evil or chaotic neutral. Yes. I thought right. you said Celtic neutral. Okay, chaotic neutral. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going for. Chaotic <laughs> neutral, my favourite. I am Uhtred of Bebenba and I shall take what is mine. Bebenba's mine! Another day at MCM Comic Con. I'm always saying that my favorite part of conventions is running into people which I already met or that I've just engaged with online. Could you introduce yourself to the listeners of the Rollist podcast? Of course. Hi there. My name is Jess. I am running Pod UK, which is a podcast convention that's happening in February. Sadly, I won't be able to join this year, but there will be stuff for Tabletop RPG Fan. There will be All We Roll podcast. That's right. How We Roll is coming by. They're going to be doing an actual play live show, which is, I'm very interested to see what they're going to be doing. I'm very excited about that. I was discussing with Joe from All We Roll yes. uh, a couple of days ago, and he was telling me he's concerned that he reaches peak because in his last episode, he had Mr. Matthew Lillard. Oh, really? Of uh, Scooby-Doo and Hackers fame. <laughs> no way. That's awesome. Do you know who's going to be... Do you know if Mr. Matthew Lillard's going to be at Pod UK? <sighs> I don't think so, unfortunately. Yeah, I, um, so I might reach out, though. I can see if he'll drop by. Oh, go ahead. But um, <laughs> as far as I'm aware, the main cast of How We Roll are coming. But they haven't confirmed yet. So it's still a, still, still oh, a surprise. Okay. <laughs> Other role-playing game uh, shows are coming? So we're trying to make it a diverse convention because mm-hmm. podcasting, as I'm sure you know, is ridiculously varied. Is it? Yeah. I mean, you, there's a podcast about everything out there. No matter If you could think of a topic, there's a podcast about it. So we're trying to, we're definitely trying to make it a geeky convention in the style of MCM, but focusing on podcasts. So it's still geeky though. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we've, what's an example? We've got some audio dramas coming and they are focused in space. So we've got the sci-fi element there. Uh, who else have we got? We've got... I can't remember. <laughs> I, can edit, I can edit the blanks. That's fine. Um, who else have I got? Sci-fi. Something about a, a show, a movie, a fandom, about science. Oh, so those are the sci-fi, those are the kind of fandom shows that we've got, but we do have an emphasis on bringing along fans who are interested in, for example, Critical Role, who are featuring at MCM this weekend, or The Adventure Zone, or The Bright Sessions. Because essentially, podcasting in America is huge. They have like the monopoly on podcasting, I think. But British podcasting is getting bigger and bigger. So we want to bring over the fans who are interested in the American podcasts and show them that there are some amazing British ones. So not only you have shows coming over, but you're also organizing events for fans of shows which sadly cannot attend, unless you've got big reveal- re- no, reveals. No, unfortunately not. We don't have nearly the budget for that. I wish we did, because I would get the Adventure Zone boys over in a heartbeat. But yeah, we want to have live shows for people to see and to engage with. But we also want to make sure that it's a space for fans of podcasts in America to come together and meet. So you got a critical role event, an adventure zone Exactly, event. yeah. The way that I got into podcasting, I met a group of fans who were into the adventure zone. And um, we meet up every month. We're like a little family now. And I thought, there are other people out there who love podcasts just as much. And it would be great for them to be able to meet their new podcasting family. You know what I mean? The gears are grinding in gears my head. I'm, I, need, I need to come. I, I need <laughs> what is your biggest name, sort of, this year? You the think? biggest? Oh, No Sleep. That's our biggest name. That's the one I was trying to think of earlier. So the No Sleep podcast are coming along. They've just finished a tour in America. So we're not having the American ones. We're having the British contingent of No Sleep. And they're going to be doing a special show for us. I think they're the ones who are globally the most famous. Is there one which you personally listen to and you... It's your dream to have over at Pod UK worldwide. The Adventure Zone. The Adventure Zone. The Adventure that's, Zone. That's your thing. I love those boys. If they ever happen to listen, I love them. <laughs> they, they should come. I mean, that's a shame it took so long for a critical role to come, not only it to is. the United Kingdom, but to Europe. And absolutely, you can see the fans here, they're just in drones. They're, they're coming in droves. They are, they're loving it. May I ask, how did you come to hear about the Rollist podcast? So when we first started making Pod UK... 
the team I threw out like what podcast do you listen to and one of them came up with Rollistus wow and that's how I found out about it did you check it yourself I did yeah oh nice I checked it out is there a special moment you especially enjoy I'm just curious <laughs> you know I, podcasters that's one thing you should really stress in your event oh absolutely with the fans we don't get enough feedback no at all the, we are doing it for the engagement and and we don't know especially I don't have you know when I started I was afraid not afraid but I braced myself for some criticism mm -hmm. and in the end I didn't have any really oh really that's really. great that's great I mean it's the internet you kind of expect criticism don't you almost I had nothing but support but fantastic but it's so weird to see the numbers of listeners and people in different countries and being like who are these people from Brazil listening yeah. to me? I keep, I mentioned them on the show now and then, I'm mentioning them right now. Uh, uh -huh. And I asked Hi, them, Brazilians. send me a little message. Who, who are you? There's so many people think, oh, I like it, but they don't care about my opinion or on stuff. Uh, actually, we do care. Yeah. Oh, that's great to find you out. You should have a reverse Q&A with the audience on the stage and podcasters. I should. In the audience asking questions. I mean, our schedule is rammed, but I'm hoping that it goes off well. And I'm hoping that that means we can do a bigger one, a better one. I mean, obviously, I'm hoping this one's going to be really good. But we're limited by budget. We're limited by space as to how many panels and how many live shows we can hold. But I think the schedule that we do have, as much as we can fit in, we have fit in. How did that start at Pod UK? Because it's a, a huge endeavor. It's a huge undertaking, and I don't know why. No, I do know why. I, I have basically my whole life I've been the arranger of things. And that led into me making some kind of ticketed fan events for different things, like, for example, the, so, the TV show Supernatural. But my passion lies in event management. And so I've been kind of getting to know the, the team at MCM, finding out what they do. And I just wanted to start my own thing. I wanted to do something that's mine. So in the end, I found that there was no podcast convention in the UK, which I was quite surprised about because in the US, you've got PodCon, which is a huge podcast convention run by some of the biggest podcasters out there. Is it the one in Chicago? It's the one in Seattle. But there are, there are a few other events, so maybe there's one in Chicago. And when I realized that there was that niche, there was that opening, I thought, well, this is perfect. I'm looking for a project. Why not do this? Anything additional to say to the listener of the Race Podcast? And second, where can people find you? Yeah, we've got some really awesome podcasters coming. If, you, if you're a fan of No Sleep, We Fix Space Junk, The Orphans, Podcraft, Coaching for Geeks, those are some of the ones How we've we announced. Roll podcast, broad member of the RPG Academy. Absolutely, Network. How We Roll, absolutely, yes, very important. And then come down to Pod UK. It's going to be in Birmingham on the 2nd of February. And it's going to be at Millennium Point, which is a fantastic venue. They've given us this amazing space. It's amazing. Previously an IMAX cinema, now an auditorium, which is where Ooh. we're going to hold our live shows. So yeah, come down. It's going to be a great day. Thank you. Amazing. No worries. I remember you, you were the greedy boy, just looking out for number one. Tried to hide your crimes between the lies, got a mind like a smoking gun. You made your name in your old daddy's trade.
Above the clamor in a crowd of derision And from way up here you just disappear Through the gates I create your own prison Hey, king of the mountain Keep on pushing that stone Yeah, crimes keep mounting up Pretender to the throne Hey, king of the mountain Keep on pushing that stone That's it, that's the day. They are here at MCM Comic Con. I'm in the line for Mary Charest and I'm standing here with... Emma. Emma, I see you've got your... Players Handbook and my Taldori campaign okay, you... book. So you're in the line for Mary Charest. What's... How much do you like Mary What do you find especially interesting with her performance and work? I absolutely love her. I love Keyleth. I love Bo. To be honest, I've not seen her, not known her in anything else, but... Honestly, it's it's such a privilege to actually come and meet them and that they've come over here and I'm just, I'm in awe, to be honest. Was it your first time you waited for them to come to Europe or...? Um, yeah, so this is my first Comic-Con. I were going to go to America to go and see them, but fortunately they've come here this year and as soon as I knew that they were coming here, I just bought the tickets. Didn't care how much it was going to cost. Still don't care how much it cost. It's such an experience to actually meet him. To prepare to this weekend, I'm still crossing my fingers to have an opportunity to ask them questions. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I watched the Between the Sheets interviews. I was wondering if you watched those interviews. Um, unfortunately, I haven't watched it yet. Just not had the time to do it, but I've got a couple more days off after this, which I'm going to catch up on in bet uh, Between the Sheets. I really recommend them. They're quite nice. Quite obviously, you play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. What do you play? What's your character? So, at the moment, I'm doing the Tomb of Horrors, and I've got a half-elf um, half druid. So that's mine. And my main character playing the homebrew campaign is... She's a warlock, and she's a halfling, halfling warlock, uh, who's in the main campaign, So, which is my cousin's the DM, so it's his world. So, so I've got two at the moment. Are you planning to try to DM yourself? Yeah, I'm going to DM the Taldori campaign. Once the Tomb of Horrors is over, which is my husband's DMing, I'm going to DM the Taldori campaign. Is it going to be your first time? Yes, my very first. So are you excited? Are you scared? I Both excited and scared because it's, it's hard. It's not hot. Well, it's hard to DM, but when they go in the opposite direction that you want them to go, it's going to... It's, trying to um, get them back on track especially when you're doing a campaign Do you have the time to listen to uh, shows with advice for Dungeon Masters and Game um, Masters? I do, yeah, I've started watching the um, Handbook Helper so, and also watching the Critical Role guys roleplay and that has helped me so much in my own campaigns Are your players seasoned uh, players? Or? Uh, we've been playing for five years so not as seasoned as some Well, five years so. is quite a lot. I <laughs> yeah. mean, you don't need to play for a decade to. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So it's it, it's just like a family. So it's my cousin, my two cousins, my husband and me. You were saying earlier that you already saw well had signings with most of the cast. What was your favorite moment of today? Oh, I've only I've only been seen Matt so okay. far. So Marisha's my next one. Um, but honestly, they're so nice. It's so surreal, though, and the, but they're so nice, and I, I'm just loving it. I'm just I love chatting with Matt. What did he tell you? Uh, we were just we were just saying um, stuff like I, I I thanked him for being here, and he's and he said, "Oh, thanks for having us," and I shouldn't be nervous, and we're just chatting a little bit. Um, not nothing specific, but oh, well, you, you know, know <laughs> that's awesome. Anything else to add to fellow critters across the world? Actually, if you get a chance to meet them, meet them. It is a pro it can be once in a lifetime opportunity. Just do it. As long as it's not going to leave you in financial debt, do it. 
money, monies. You know, can't take your money with you, but you can take your memories. So great. Thank you very much. Oh, sorry. One last thing. I don't know if you want people to find you online or this sort of thing. Do you have uh, a Twitter or? Yeah, my Twitter is Emma H twenty seven. Okay. So, yeah. Great. Thank you. I have now the pleasure of running into Caleb, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Please introduce yourself. I'm Tom. Uh, He's cosplaying Caleb Widogast from Critical Role yeah. uh, campaign too. I really wanted to ask you a few questions because I just saw you pass you by and you had the biggest smile I have ever <laughs> seen. So tell me what was that about? Um, well, I've just met Matthew Mercer and he's my hero and he's, he's amazing. So that's why I'm smiling. <laughs> yeah, we just met Matt Mercer and we're huge Critical Role fans. We came down from Scotland to meet the cast. So we're a bit overwhelmed and very excited. Yeah. <laughs> so are you going to do all the lines now? Yes, yeah. we're very lucky to get tickets for all of them. So who's next? I think Marisha Ray. Yeah, probably yeah. Marisha, yeah. Does that mean she's your next favorite? Uh, no. No, we love them all. <laughs> what after you have started with Lion since you are cosplaying as Caleb? Uh, <laughs> you said Matthew was your hero. Are you a dungeon master already? Um, well, no, I'm kidding. He has dungeon. He has played dungeon master, but I usually DM, and he usually plays as a character. So, were you the one who introduced Tom to uh, yes. the of RPG? Yeah, I've been watching Critical Role for two or three years, and I knew it was something that he would love. So, I introduced him to it, and I've been watching for about two years. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you play as a family or with your friends? Um, sometimes, yeah. Yes, we, we play with our sister as well, and um, I also have a um, group that I play with outside of family as well. Or were you yourself introduced to Dungeons and Dragons and Tabletop RPG? Just through podcasts and like you <laughs> and um, through the Adventure Zone and Critical Role like me you don't mean you, you're not listening I've not to my listened podcast. to yours but I'm gonna now oh that's great <laughs> but you know that's my trick I'm trying to interview as many people today get them into so it so it's just for them to so they, then they go and they listen to and themselves and then they find you yeah. and they're like oh the, he interviews interesting people that's, that's clever tactics my own show is about all tabletop RPGs do you play any other games besides Dungeons and Dragons just um, Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition I've not tried any others but I've listened to a couple of like um, Blades in the Night and ones like that as well. What about you? Do you think you would like to play in other universe, science fiction, Star um, Wars, Star Trek? Yeah, I, think, I definitely think I'd enjoy them, yeah. Do you have any advice, both of you? I still have a long time to go before my own son is your age, <laughs> but I do hope to play role-playing games with him. Would you have a good advice for me, Tom, about how I could get my son to play role-playing games? Oh, I don't know. Maybe introduce him to Critical Role, like when he's a bit older, though, because it's a bit um, yeah, it's here. maybe a bit old, too old for you sometimes. Yeah. But um, keep the rules simpler and just have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's eight months, so it's gonna be <laughs> maybe campaign yeah. eleven of Critical Role. God yeah. knows where yeah. where they would be. Is there anything you want to say to other fans of Critical Role? If you ever have the chance to go and see them, it's amazing. You, sh you should definitely go and see them. <laughs> and uh, sorry, what, what is your what characters do you play? I play uh, Taishan, who's a changeling druid. Yeah. And what, what are your campaigns like? Um, usually deadly. homebrew not too deadly <laughs> Glory, we've only had Raven one character Loft. death <laughs> but um, yeah it's a lot of fun I like how it's collaborative story building so what's your advice to me uh, to introduce my son to role playing games um, oh actually you just told me sorry <laughs> my brain is it, no, melting don't worry ours are as well we've, ju we've just had a very overwhelming experience there <laughs> Okay, and it's just the start. I mean, it's going to be the panel, yeah. the live, so hopefully there will be more to come. I'm crossing my fingers, so I, I will have a chance to recall the question or two with the crew. Would you have a question, Tom, you would like me to ask anyone in Critical Role? Uh, no, it's fine. I'll ask them myself. Oh, <laughs> <all right. laughs> that, that is really, you should try podcasting and streaming. Yeah. Yeah. That's He's sassy. Awesome. Thank you so much and have Thank a lovely you. weekend. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you.
Finally, an excerpt of Critical Role's second panel. Yes, I am Ken from London. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. You played the uh, Vampire the Master recently. You played games created here in London by Grant Howard, Crush Panda, and Holy Heist. What games would you recommend fans of D&D to try and why? I mean, some of the, like, Honey Heist and stuff, those are pretty easy to run, right? But, I mean, obviously you did a really great job, but they're, they're yeah. also pretty I didn't mean, like, I didn't mean, like, you did an easy one, because it's not easy playing with these idiots. Uh, no, especially with the arms race that we've had, where we just kind of keep topping each other. Yeah, yeah. Attempting yeah. to. Um, no, I, I think things like Honey Heist or Crash Pandas is good for people who, um, like the, that young woman was just asking, that might be nervous about DMing um, and want to uh, take a try at running a role-playing game without a book, a textbook full of rules. It's like homework. Yeah, I'm, 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 and I'm thinking of like stuff I'd recommend that's like more complex, which is not necessarily what you're going for. If you, if you want a different flavor, but you don't want to get like heavy like vampire, but you kind of like the vampire system, Changeling the Dreaming can be a lot of fun. That's... It's, it's vampires with like happy weird fairies and it's really cool and it's like... Really That's, that would be mine. Also, if anyone watched any of Sagas of Sundry, I highly recommend you play Dread. Because I still don't know if there's any other system that makes you that nervous about potentially dying than a yeah. Jenga tower. Yeah, I, think, uh, I think a lot of it comes down to what genres you want to play. When it comes to high fantasy, D&D you know, is kind of the, the, the mainstream top. Um, but there's adjacent ones like Dungeon World is a great kind of D&D light. Or it's a much easier system to jump into comparatively. Um, that's really good. If you want more, you know, kind of creepy old west, there's Deadlands, which is a really good system. Um, if you want more sci-fi and more based on there's all sorts of crazy systems out there like Diaspora and Traveler. Paranoia. Paranoia. Paranoia is a great fun one. Paranoia is like baked in sarcastic British humor throughout the entirety of the project, so you would probably have a lot of people. Uh, are you going to run it at some point? Maybe. It's possible. Uh, we have time off from our main game. <laughs> I got it. Good question. Thank you. Thank you. amigos te esperan, sus voces oirás y el máster comienza entre llamas los ves combatir sin temor en la suerte estará un de 20 a favor tienen magia y poder tienen armas y astucia pero no logran ver a ese monstruo que buscan usa tu percepción tira para ganar que en tus manos esté lanza y a jugar a la acción saltarás en tu alma verás la leyenda crear es tu hora There's been a disappointment for me this weekend. I find there are way too few nuts. Yes, I haven't seen as, as many nuts as I was expecting. I am team nut, yes. and yesterday I didn't see any. No, I didn't. There was one person who didn't have the full like makeup on. She was one of the artists at the booth, but I didn't see any other yesterday. So who are you besides mm. being nut today? Not the brave, <laughs> yeah. But yourself, who are you? Uh, Beth, sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're really into character. Oh, That's yeah. Great. Yes, I am not the brave. I am a little green goblin girl forever. <laughs> so you are... And I've got also... My name is Shannon. And yeah. you are? I'm here as Molly Mark. You're the Molly Mark. Today. So why Molly? 
Ryan Mullick, he's just his character is just so flamboyant and out there. He just doesn't care what people think. And it's just I love, absolutely love how he interacts with everyone. He just knows what he wants to do and that's it. That's just Molly. I just love it. So it's not only your costume today but your favorite character, you would yeah. say that? Molly is one of my favorite characters. I was very, very upset when I found out what happened to Molly. And what about you? Tell everyone why not is much better than Molly. Well, I can't pick favorites. They're all my children. I cannot pick favorites. But I like being the little goblin girl with the sticky fingers. And just go around like stealing things. So do you both play role-playing games? Yeah, we've both just started playing Dungeons and Dragons fairly recently. Who's your dungeon master? Our dungeon master is a colleague of mine who I work with called Perry. He's been running his own game with his friends, but they're currently starting a new campaign, so we kind of just jumped onto the new campaign. <laughs> so you were introduced to the hobby through Critical Role, and then you you found him, or you... Uh... Yeah, he started working. I mentioned Critical Role, and he was like, do you play D&D? He was like, we kind of want to. And he's like, well, I run a game. I was like, yes! So started that way. So you are colleagues? The two no, we've been, we're friends from since, like, nursery. So she heard about the campaign, and I was like, yes, yes, I want to join in. Yeah very excited <laughs> I believe we are well I'm not you are in the line for Brian yes Brian so Foster. tell me about Brian what do you like about him oh, he's, just, he asks, he's a really good interviewer he asks some really really good questions especially in the new Between the Sheets um, show he's got some he's just he listens really well and he asks some really clever questions any favourite Between the Sheets interview so far I have yet to watch some of them. I'm quite far behind, so I've only seen like a few short clips. I've watched three of them. I haven't watched all of them yet. Um, I, I watched Talisons. That was a really interesting one. And I watched um, Laura's and half of Mauritius. I haven't finished it yet. Have so to go back. is the cast like the characters for you and you don't have a favourite? Or do you who? I can't, I can't pick favourites. <laughs> I, I, I won't pick favourites, no. What about you? Out of the cast, I think Sam. Because he knows how to just make a situation hilarious. He's always the one with the jokes. And he's always cooking up something in his head. I love it. On the way here, I was watching uh, Sam mastering a game from a London-based author called Crash Bandow. All right. Haven't seen that one. It's really good. Are you keen to try other games besides Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'd like to try some of like I'd love to try the um, the bear one. What's it called? Honey Heist. Honey Heist. Same yes. motto, yeah. I'd like to try that one. That sounds fun. I like Talison's one shot of Vampire the Masquerade. No. Because I used to play the PC game ages back, and I, when he started playing, I was like, oh my god, it's the Masquerade. Vampire the Masquerade used to be when I started. Yeah. It was bigger than Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, I love so, it. So I'm curious if it's gonna be somewhat on par. That would be nice. It would be nice to to see. Yeah. more critical role about Vampire the Masquerade that would mm. be cool one last thing to say to critters and attendees of the MCM Comic Con we need more knots where are the knots we need more knots that's it <laughs> look who's talking you are the muddy you could have come as two knots well yeah but I started the coat and that was it the coat took a long time <laughs> we are powerful there are so many of us let's get them come back next year oh yeah <laughs> yes. yeah definitely thank you so much thank you thank you Another day, another bow, two bows, right? Am I right? Am I right? Your bow, right? Mm-hmm. Yours is obvious. Yours, not, not, not so much. So, is Bo your favorite character? Yeah, yeah, she is. I think Caleb's mine, but Bo and Molly for me. But yeah. oh, I love Molly. Yeah. Did you get in the line yet to get a signing from Marisha? I have my ticket. You have your ticket. I have my ticket. I'm getting photos later. I don't even know it works. Do you have a set time or? Yes. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you have set times to turn up to meet them. So you were telling telling earlier that at 1 p.m. we're going to have a big cosplay photo shoot. You seem yes. very knowledgeable of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just paying attention to it on Facebook and Twitter. I'm not the one running it. So So is that the first time you, you're going to attend such thing? Yeah, yeah, for Critical Role, yeah. But I, I've been to other meets. There's already a photo shoot going on now. <laughs> yeah, well, there's all the Caleb's in the world over there. Oh. So. <laughs> I don't think it's all the characters in the world. I think it's, it's quite, quite a lot, a lot of, of them. <laughs> do you play also? Yes, yeah, I do. Yeah. So what do you play? Do you play together? Do you? No, well, we, we, we've, we've literally, literally met. met. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> what, 
But actually, I forgot to ask you who you were. My name's Jess. I'm caffeinated cosplay on most social media. So. My name's Laura. I don't have a cosplay page, but <laughs> I'm just here for the fun. But the, yeah. you're the new two yeah. best friends forever. Oh, yeah, totally. oh, yeah just of course. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You got so, a bond over Bo. Yeah. So tell me, how did it happen? Did you just see each other across the room or did you engage conversation? Because, you, you know, including myself, I got those microphones as an excuse. But the truth is, if I was here just with a costume without this microphone, I wouldn't dare. I would really struggle to go and reach and talk to other people. So how did it happen with the two of you? I just saw a big group of critical role cosplayers and went, hi. Yeah, I got given tea by a caduceus down the Oh, down yes, the road. I did I, yeah. And then they said, there is about 30 of the Mighty Nine down the corridor. Yes, yeah, just them. go find them. And there were definitely there there many. A lot yes. of There's a lot. Are you from London or? I'm just south of London. Yeah, I'm from Reading. Do you attend conventions of role-playing games as well? Yeah. yeah. Dragon Meat, uh, UK Games Expo? Yeah, Games Expo yeah. I've been to. Okay. Yeah. So what are your games like? So far I've only done one session of my newest campaign, but it's really fun. Both me and the Dragon Ball Paladin walked into the same trap. Are you running the game or? No, no, no. I am a blood hunter in my campaign. Is that the? No, that's Molly's class. Yeah, that's a, a critical role cool class. class. Yeah. Cool class. What about you? I, I'm a half orc barbarian who is very stupid and not very wise. So why you want you fjord today, for instance? I didn't want to wear body paint. I, good call. Yeah, that's, <laughs> good a, call. that's most of the reason. And it's really warm in here, so Bo's pretty good for that. Yeah. And yeah. also, she's just badass. It, it's just not very good for walking outside because it's so cold. Oh, God, it's so cold this morning. One last thing to add to fellow critters across the world? Keep being awesome. Yeah, keep just loving keep the show, keep supporting it. Keep, please keep supporting it because yeah. I need it in my life. Same. Same here. Great, thank you very much. Thanks. This episode included The Flames of Rome by Kai Engel, King of the Mountain by The Drugs, and Solta of Frango or Team Song by Bondedoro. All these songs are available for free download on the Free Music Archive. A big thank you to Lucy Rodriguez for allowing us to use a Spanish cover of your Turn to Roll, which you can listen and listen again on YouTube. Um, we will put a link in the description of the episode. Our logo is designed by Rolling Kunz, and I've put more of his art in our tea Public shop, so you can have them on mugs, t-shirts, etc. I even created a little Mind the Trap art myself. Looks quite cool on t-shirt. I think I'm going to be wearing it for our event on June 29 with Satin Phoenix. It's Satin's Phoenix D&D Community European Tour and it's going to have a stop here in London. It will be at Bad Moon Cafe. So again, it's on June 29. If you haven't booked a spot yet, I'm afraid it's fully booked. However, you can still join for free the after party from 7.30. So The venue is limited to 100 people, so we'll have a, I don't know, they, we have a husher with a clicker extra counting who goes in and who goes out. We really want as many people as possible to join the fun, but uh, yeah, it's a health and safety issue. And I'm sure we'll have fun on the sidewalk as well. And uh, anyway, June 29, check the description of the episode for the details. A big thank you to Nuno from the London RPG community who left a review for the Rollist podcast. I don't have enough of those. I mean, if I got one every four months, that's a lot. And let's hear what Nuno has to say about the Rollist podcast. Five stars, excellent content, a must listen for every RPG fan out there. See? Short and sweet, it's not complicated. And he made it on Podchaser. It's even easier than iTunes. I prefer iTunes. I mean, I prefer to have both, but in any case, I love getting reviews. I don't get enough of them. Please, please, please go ahead to iTunes and Podchaser. Leave a review there because that's the only way the Rollist podcast can be noticed by more listeners. So speaking of Nuno, Nuno, is, as I said, is from the London RPG community, with who I'm going to play for the first time tonight. So we are on a Tuesday. I posted a bit about that on Twitter. I'm going to play in the Kentas Expense. So... It's a 5e Dungeons and Dragons campaign, but it's shared between all the tables in the club. So you've got, I don't know, half a dozen game masters, 
or even more. They have a shared narrative. You're in a this shared world. It's like this big MMORPG, but uh, I don't know what you call that. An MM, a massively multiplayer tabletop RPG, M- MMTRPG? Anyway, it's really cool. I look forward to playing my fighter. And if you want to hear a bit more about London RPG community, the good place to do so is the London Le Drinks and Dice, or monthly meetup. It takes place at Ban Moon Cafe. Come and you meet Nuno and uh, the awesome people from London RPG community, but also Phoenix Games Club and the Roleplay Heaven. They're all there. If you're not in London, you cannot come on June 29th to the 17th Phoenix event or to our monthly London Le Drinks and Dice. Don't worry, there's an alternative. There's now the RPG Academies, Academicon Line. It's going to be on Friday, Saturday, uh, Sunday, so 12, 13, and 14th of July. It's entirely online. It's entirely free. I'm going to put a link in the description of the episode and you can join there. You can offer to run games. Right now, we're mostly missing players. So it's even easier. You show up, you play, and you're going to play with me, with much better game master than myself from other podcasts. We can play with Michael himself, who's going to run his Dread, but Scooby-Doo. That's quite cool, playing Dread online. You just need a, a set of Jenga at your place. I'm going to run some Cats of Cthulhu. I'm going to play some fantasy universal role-playing game. It's going to be run by Calvin from Anthropos Games. So the, the author of the game is going to be there. The setting will be Masks, but not Masks, a new generation. No, Masks, the 80s cartoon with where you wear a mask and you drive transforming cars, which were awesome toys. What else I'm going to play? There's even a Pokemon role-playing game. This has some Dungeons & Dragons 5e if you want. And I'm going to also host a panel there on the team of RPG between the channel and the pond. So I got some fantastic guests and I can't wait to announce them. And yeah, see you for our second bonus and our part three, which will be the final part of our series dedicated to MCM Comic Con London. That time, Critical Role came and wrecked everything. See you, bye. Rolei, 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 solta o frango e vem com a gente. Rolei, 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 solta o frango e vem com a gente. Nós é tipo bem Jesus, todo mundo a gente ama, ainda mais se for gatinha, rola até levar pra cama. A gente topa tudo, sapatão e bigode, tudo na hora do piriri. Cai em mim outra vesti. Vai, Batuque! Rolê! 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 Solta o frango e vem com a gente! Rolê! 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 Solta o frango e vem com a gente! Hey, Spurt, how long have you lived down here? Eleven days! Eleven days? <laughs> how long do kobolds live? Eleven days! <laughs> and in your eleven days, what is the worst thing you've ever seen down here? My brother got eaten by a green slime! Oh, oh that's wait, really wait, sad. like the green slime you have right there, and then yeah, that's the one. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my god! Do you do you like it down here? Do you want to come with us? And Where else is there? There's other oh. places. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes, there's light. Would you like to follow us towards the light at the end of the tunnel? <laughs> Near the end of his life, we might as well show him great things. 